0: Mic check. Yep. Mic check. Got it? Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Cool, cool. All
1: right, cool beans.
0: All right. There. Oh there. Two, one. I What's up? We're going live. Yeah. Hello, 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 hello. Okay, so I'm going to try to share this to the. My Facebook, the right. personal page. Right, right, right. There's right, so right, many right, things right. that you have to do in the new age of media.
1: Yes, 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 yes. It's ridiculous. What's uh, my Facebook? Minim- minimum four devices. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs>
0: ridiculous. There um, Join us. Join us. Oh. Oh.
1: Oh, now it's meta. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's deja vu. We're watching, yeah, this. It's we're watching really this play are. out. Yeah. You know, while we're doing this, let's let's, let's discuss end game spoilers. Just to
0: yeah, so. The- <laughs> Thanos dies or something. I don't yeah, know. Do I've never know? watched one of those. You didn't, you never watched them before?
1: No, man. Christ, this one at the very end, Batman shows up. It's nuts.
0: People are going <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I think I shared it. All okay, right, cool. cool. So now we can officially start. Yeah, man. Um, strong calm podcast. Thank you for joining. This is the Strong Calm podcast. My name is Aaron Dunn. I'm joined by my friend Jared Chacon. Hey, is that right? Yeah, Chacon. Chacon. Okay. Yeah, on. Yeah, uh, that's good. This podcast is about helping you strengthen your communication, your community building, and your company. Your calm. This is the place where you're strong. Your calm. Strong. Your mindset. And today, I've got a wonderful, wonderful guest, my friend Jared Chacon. Yeah. From true vine brewing he's the director of marketing for true vine brewing how are you today my friend i'm well man thanks for having me on this is fun yeah this is gonna be great yeah this is gonna be great have you ever been on a podcast
1: before no this is my very very first podcast ever awesome long time listener first time
0: fan caster caster yeah i guess (laughs) yeah um well cool um so Let's just jump right in. He did yeah, bring some brews for us, which is really, really great. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> to, to jump in to let, – let's – for those people who are listening, watching, yeah. don't know, yeah. Jared – what is your background? I think it's an awesome story of a small business as it grows. Yeah, how yeah, you yeah, yeah. how you got involved with Truevine? Sure. What is Truevine? Give us kind of the summary, and then how you got to where you are right now. Yeah. So
1: born and raised Houston, moved to Tyler after getting married. My wife is from this area. I got a job at a great organization called Mercy Ships, and I was doing a kind of a blended role of recruitment and marketing there. And I uh, love that organization. If you don't know about Mercy Ships, please go check them out. MercyShips.org. am um, doing some great stuff in Western Africa. So doing that role had always been involved in craft beer though, even in Houston. Um, I just always love what craft beer brings to the table and the kind of people it brings to the table, right? So um, actually our first day, we moved here August 29th, 2015. Okay. First day here, Truvine was doing their once a month open taps event. Me and my wife go there because I just needed a beer after all the moving and the boxes and all the stuff, right? So we go there and we end up meeting Ryan and Tracy Dixon, the owners. And I said that I said, hey, um, you know, I've, I've volunteered at craft breweries before. I got my TAPC servers license. I can pour beer, like whatever y'all need, let me know. And Ryan said, yeah, dog, like show up next month, you know, September, whatever, um, and we'll put you to work. And so I showed up. And they put me behind a bar and uh, I started volunteering. And I did that once a month for about a year. And then Truvine, if y'all remember uh Truvine raised money over like a like a crowdfunding like a uh what do you call them not not goFundMe but the um the other one Kickstarter Kickstarter yeah to get the licenses to open a tap room more than once a month and so when they got through all that I actually started as a bartender I was doing that Friday nights but my 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 role my passion has always been communication and marketing and so I began to doing. Uh, copywriting for them. I started writing Facebook posts for them, started writing canned stories and descriptions for them. um, And that just gave more and more and more. And then when they opened up that Earl Campbell location in 2018, they offered me a full-time position that summer to kind of join that marketing events team. And uh, I I couldn't say no. I loved my Mercy Ships job. Um, There's some different things working for, you know, big companies with small company, but I just couldn't say no. And so I started there August, 2018. Um took on the title of Director of Marketing this year. And we've just been we've blowing and going. <laughs> we
0: have not stopped
1: and it's no. been a blast. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So
0: man, it's an excellent story. True vine brewing is an excellent story in general. That personal story is really, really inspiring, I yeah, think. Yeah. Because it showcases something that I believe in really deeply in 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 working for free. Yeah, so here's- It's gaining popularity, but there's still a vast amount of people who disagree.
1: Here's the funny thing. We were having, we you know, after work, you know, 5 p.m., we'll kind of all sit around the brewers, uh, the office folks, and uh, we'll sit around just kind of, you know, BS after the day. We're kind of just drinking a beer. And someone had made mention of, hey, this person wants to do this, and they said they do it for free. And someone else asked, why would this person do this for free? And there's maybe like five or six of us employees- and our brewer, our lead brewer, Scott Moss, he said, um, well, raise your hand if you started here immediately getting paid. No one raised their hand. He goes, raise your hand if you begin volunteering for free and now have a job at Truevine." Every single person raised their hand. And that made us feel as a team like, okay, we all wanted it bad enough to be here to volunteer for free. And so that kind of makes our team so cohesive and close because we've all done it before. And um, and that's just how all of our employees start. Like they all started as volunteers, and then we hired them. So we're out of volunteers now. So if you want to volunteer, please come because we hired all of our volunteers. Yeah. No job guarantee. No job, yeah. Don't be a jerk. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> like hey, I'm here to no, volunteer yeah. for a 30 day interview. Yeah, exactly. No. But it's uh no, but
1: it's fun, and that's that's how you get passionate people. I really, that's how you it, get. Yeah. Pa- and that's yeah. what I'm
0: really getting yeah. at is is that that's how you find the people who are really passionate about. The, the belief of the company. Right, right, and, right. And I think it's absolutely crucial. The belief of the company mm-hmm. has to burn within every employee. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, they'll eventually burn out. Yeah. And or it, it's just never, it's just not going to work. And I want to, yeah, I want to point out what you
1: said, the belief in the company and not the belief in the product. Because although we do make good craft beer, and mm-hmm. I drink craft beer, and I love craft beer, and I love the product we make, no one's here because I do it for the free beer. And we may joke about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I volunteer for the free beer. But we don't show up for the product. We show up for the company and what True Vine stands for. And that's I think that's a very important factor when people come in. Like, we hire folks who only ever drink PBR, right? It's because it's not about the product. It's about the company and that desire and that passion, that drive. And so, yeah, it's a very important kind of Um,
0: distinction. That's awesome. Great point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's jump into the communication aspect. You touched on Mm -hmm. the, that you are storyboarding, uh, that you were writing the stories for the cans. Is that what you said?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So every can, um, none of the cans have it on them now, but whenever we make a beer or the new beer comes out, we always, what we do is called a can story. And it's something that we have like three or four different versions of that, um, Kind of describe the story behind the beer, whether it's a made up one or a real one, and I mean made up like a mythical like
0: mm-hmm. this
1: was made from unicorns. mermaids and unicorns, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Or or actual stories that you know, hey, this beer, like Smith County Lager, for instance, you know, this we have one that we wrote, and it's like, hey, you know, like craft beers for everybody, and it's not just for the elite, and it's not just for dudes with beers, and if you like light beer, that's good. And we have one of our own. Like, Smith County, this is your beer. That's kind of what the name is Smith County. We also have a kind of a joke Smith County story. It's kind of like um, lakes, pools, jacuzzis, wherever. Smith County, it's going to go with you. Mm-hmm. So these little can stories that may necessarily not get put on the can, but we can use them and copy-paste them for promotional materials, social media posts, newsletters, um, tasting sheets that we sell at restaurants, things like that. So every, every beer, though, it's very important that every beer has its own story and, of course, its own tasting notes, too. And that's where um, you got to get real creative because you can only describe a beer as crisp, clean, smooth so many times <laughs> before people yes. start, like, all your beers are described that way. And so that's where it becomes very important to, to make sure that you have that wide vocabulary of just different words that really come across as, oh, I can almost taste that beer by reading what you wrote about it. Exactly. So these are very, very important. We spent a lot of time making sure they look right and even tweaking them years later. Like, you know, we wrote the Rose City Pale Ale, you know, 2016, but we've had to rewrite it since then just because, you know... You want to change things up all the time. You want to keep things fresh.
0: Yeah. yeah. And the accuracy of words is really, really important. Yeah. Because it's, you know, I know that as a as a beer consumer, you're looking at the menu. Mm-hmm. The ones that stand out, you know, you're going to be drawn to the name. Yeah. But if the description doesn't sell it well or it sounds like everything else. Right, Even right. if you use a word that I'm going to have to look up, you know, I'm more intrigued. It's still going to catch your eye. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like one of my favorite ones. um, Man, I can't remember this brewery right now, and I feel bad, but they, they have a, 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 a sour beer, a Goza, and everyone describes their, their sour beers as um, a touch of salt or a hint of salt or a little bit mm-hmm. salty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they describe theirs as um, pickle brine without the pickle, big time saline. You know, and those words don't exactly sound appetizing, but it's like, man, I I can taste that beer a little bit. I kind of want to try it now. Yeah. So I think it's so, so important to make sure that you're always freshening up your vocabulary and you're always, um, the more descriptive you can get, you know, these wheat beers, the Crimson Thorn, it doesn't taste like a wheat beer. It tastes like juicy fruit. Took a bath with an orange peel. You know, and suddenly that makes you like I. I wanted to, and Crimson Thorn by Vine Brewing Company does taste like
0: I mean juicy fruit. Confirmed. To bath with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, confirmed. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so, awesome. So much creativity. Creative. Yeah, and like you just have to think a little bit outside the box mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. really just be playful with it. Yeah, and yeah. and craft beer is very playful. I mean, yes. it is a very playful playground. I mean, you go down any uh, aisle in a grocery store, yeah. at least as long as you know fresh or something you right, know local, right. but. um I mean, there's so much, Yeah. That, um, there's, there's not a lot of, you know, tall fences, like people go in yeah, a lot of different ways. And
1: that's one of the, the cool thing. Like I said, I was always into craft beer in that community. And I think one of the cool things about craft beer is that, and I think Jim Cook is the founder of Sam Adams Brewing Company. He kind of coined this like phraseology, but, um, basically like in the Sam Adams commercials, if, if you remember them from maybe a few years ago, they would always say like, we take our beer seriously, not ourselves. And that's—I mean, everyone remembers that—but that's so indicative of this entire like craft beer, um, not culture, but business. You know, there's no competitors. Mm-hmm. It's a brotherhood. It's a sisterhood, right? Um, I'm not trying to beat the brewery next door. I'm trying to make the best beer possible. We take our beer very, very seriously. We don't take ourselves seriously, and we don't take—I uh, mean—we take our marketing seriously, but we don't. We like to get silly. We get like to have fun because beer ultimately is for fun. And then you can drink a beer when you're sad, I guess.
0: <laughs> not recommended. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not.
1: <laughs> but but beer is is meant to be for people around other people, and beer is such an approachable alcohol. You know, wine is not as approachable as um, you know. Some people are intimidated by wine. I don't know what to get, but a beer. You know what beer you like, right? You want a cold one, want, <laughs> right? Like, and so like it's just such a such. It brings people. St- together so easily that it would be foolish of us to take ourselves that seriously you know we take our product very seriously but ourselves we don't and we like to have fun with it
0: that's awesome let's uh talk a little bit more about the beer names um what's your favorite name take us through like the process oh man tell me tell me your favorite name yeah if name Aside from, like, the name and story, uh-huh. aside from maybe, like, your personal taste in the beer itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I want to know a little bit about the process because I, I understand that, I mean, with millions and millions of beers mm-hmm. available. Yeah, 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 A lot of them may, might be taken. Correct. Is there, like, a certain process yeah, yeah, yeah. in so, how that goes? So, so what's your favorite? Favorite.
1: Uh, two favorites. Two favorites. One, uh, Willis IPA Craze Ever End. Okay. And then the other one is Cheers to Us. So these are both IPAs. Uh, The first one, we debuted both of these for their five-year anniversary party. It was last month. Yeah, about a month ago. So will this IPA craze ever end is actually word for word stolen from a Yelp review that we got um, that some dude came in. I think you can still find it if you go on the Yelp review. But he came in and he was like, "Um, I don't like IPAs, but I had three of their IPAs and none of them were good. Will this IPA craze ever end? I hope so three stars and i was like that's awesome why would you do that you don't you don't like them why would you drink them um so that made us laugh so hard and so we've always kind of had this idea of using that for a beer uh so this ip this particular ipa uh shorthand ipa craze is a triple ipa triple dry hops with peaches and milk sugar and it's just it's so ridiculous like of a concoction that we kind of just like laugh about it. Like when this IPA craze ever in. So I love that. Just kind of like the story behind that one just always made us laugh so much. That's excellent. Yeah. And then the other one is cheers to us. Uh, Cheers to us is a brute IPA. It's made with champagne yeast. Right. So kind of like that cheers to the cheers and cheers of champagne. Right. But I love like, I I always sum up like our brand as cheers to, you know, like you have your marketing and then you have your brand, which is like an, uh, like a, like a, a mod of everything you do, right? And so yes. cheers to us, cheers to Friday, cheers to the weekend, cheers to you, cheers to new beers, cheers to podcast, whatever, cheers to podcast, <laughs> cheers to Aaron Dunn, Strongcom, yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. But that's just, that's, I mean, you don't cheers alone, you cheers with friends, you cheers at happy moments, you cheers with, and that's what TrueVon's all about, cheers to excellent enter. And so I love that we have that wall that you can take a picture in front of, cheers to us. I love that we have a beer named Cheers to us. Um, yeah, that name is just really But the philosophy, that's what it really moves it. the philosophy behind it, yeah. That's yeah. amazing.
0: Cheers, Stu. Um, okay, so tell it, that, that's excellent, excellent. So, tell me about, like, the process of naming a beer like that. Yeah. How, how does that work? So, the brewers actually get first rights of naming
1: the beers, um, which. Okay. Yeah. So, we have, uh, I guess four guys that are brewing. Ryan Dixon, the owner, um, Scott Moss, um, Dusty Kittle, I think everyone knows Dusty Kittle from the Foundry, and, and Josh Ayers. And so those two guys are assistant brewers, and then uh, Scott and Ryan are kind of the lead brewers. Um, so marketing, we rarely have, uh, like, the final say. Like, the brewers do that. And that sounds weird because it's like, well, we got to go sell this thing, right? How do we get it? No, but, but, like, the brewers came up with the recipe. They knew what they were thinking when they wanted to do this specific beer. It was their baby from the beginning, and I wanted to look this way and taste this way, and I want people to think this when they have it. And brewing is kind of a hard job because you have to brew a beer no matter what. Whether you like stouts, IPAs, lagers, it doesn't matter. you got to brew it, and you got to brew it to the best of your ability. And so these guys kind of bring these beers from infancy to life or from grain to glass. But even beyond that, they're crafting these recipes. And so when it finally turns out and they've kind of raised this little baby through fermentation and they're drinking it, sometimes they have names in mind that they really want to go with. Sometimes, uh, I don't know, like... We have a list of names that these are cool phrases that we like. But sometimes you just got to sit down with the beer and drink it and think about why did I brew this thing? When is it coming out? What do we want this thing to represent? And then they begin tossing names out like that. And so that's not a replic- replicatable system, a duplicable, what is the word? Yeah, you're. It's you not got a system that, you you, that can be repeated easily, mm-hmm. right? It's not necessarily a a process where we're going to do this, this, this. It's more of um, that creative side. Brewing is such a science, and there's 20% creativity to it. And I think naming those beers is 20%. And sometimes they come out as jokes, you know, like "Well, this IPA crazy ran." Sometimes it's Smith County because they brewed this beer for the masses. It's a light, easy drinking beer, and we would be silly to call it anything else but Smith County. Like Smith County, this is your beer, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, The Mermaids and Unicorns beer came from Ryan's daughters, and his life was surrounded by mermaids and unicorns, and he kind of just thought it was funny. Daddy's juice box, again, came from um, one of the kids trying to grab a beer that he was drinking, and he was like, no, 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 this is Daddy's juice box, and that's your juice box, you know, little things like that. And so there, there is times where we all get together and kind of talk about, do you like this name, do you like this name? And there have been names that just, like, don't get, don't get considered, and they laugh. Like, that's a dumb name. (laughs) One, the one, we do have one rule, we do have one rule for beer names. Uh, no puns.
0: Oh. No puns. I would not get far. Yeah. No puns. So I can it's, just rattle them off. Yeah. It's lazy. They're so easy. It's lazy. It's they easy. They are, yeah, it is. It can
1: be. Craft beer is like, it, ugh, there's so many puns out there. Like. Right. For every, like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to name drop any of those. I'm not going to make fun of them. But there yeah. are some out there that I'm just like. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but it's like it's not funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no well, puns. We want to be creative though. We want to we want to delve into the, like I said, the meaning behind the beer. What do we want people to feel? Yeah, because when they you have know, this beer,
0: puns are great, um, but they're kind of like dad jokes. You know, it's just right, right. they they exist and they last for about as long as you can tell them. Mm-hmm. And but what you want is something that. Is going to sustain, yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. Uh, be shared, mm-hmm. and it's way easier to share a story than it is, uh, like a pun, you know. What I mean? Right, it's, right. It, yeah. At least it's more enjoyable to mm-hmm. share a story, mm-hmm. yeah. And you're going to have a very, you know, you're going to have a something that lasts, yeah, yeah. That, that can that can kind of live on its own mm-hmm. instead of just a, a cheap joke. No cheap jokes, yeah,
1: yeah. Because yeah. our beer is not a cheap joke, and we want to make sure the name. I mean, I know we just said we don't take ourselves too seriously, but I guess we take ourselves seriously enough to not make puns about our beer. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that's a kind of a long way of saying there's no process to naming the beers. We just you gotta feel it. Yeah. It's kind of it. just
0: that feel, <sighs> that gotta, art, that blend. It.
1: Yeah, you gotta feel it. You gotta know. And sometimes somebody will say a name just like, man, that's it. That's it. No no debate. That's the name right there. Yeah. yeah. So
0: it's cool. It's interesting. That's awesome. Uh, I I love how um you give precedence to the brewers as well, because yeah, you know marketers ruin everything
1: always. So,
0: <laughs> so well, you know, you can but get real clickbaity in a way yeah. if, if you really wanted to, yeah. and that's that's not what you're trying to do. Right. And you like know, as, ultimately, yeah. you're gonna ruin it. Yeah, not to say that Jared's gonna ruin it. No, but, but I'm, I'm saying I, I might. But, but yeah, <laughs> but I might, but yeah, But it it you know it it reinforces what. Uh Truvine is all about yeah, and it it really showcases you know how you how Truvine the brand thinks about always and cares about the craft community. And, and
1: and and the it, for me personally like i've always liked that system um because it allows us to trust each other. You know, I trust the brewers to make good beer, and I also trust them to know this beer and well enough to come up with these names. And it's fun to get in on the naming process. But I trust these guys with that product the same way that they trust me. I never have a brewer coming up and say, "Hey, dude, can I post a tweet?" <laughs> like, you know, because they trust me to do my job, and they let they allow me to do that. And there's 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 freedom in trust. And and when I trust my brewers with the level of trust that I, I put in them. I feel so confident getting online and getting uh, on Instagram and saying like, yo, this beer's dope, like for real, because I trust these guys. And even if I haven't tasted it, which I always have, but like, you know what I mean? Like, um, and there's freedom in that. And knowing that they trust me to do my job, um, there's freedom in that. And there's just an innate quality of not when, when you gain someone's trust, it makes you not want to let them down. And, and these guys trust me to do my job really well. So that makes me work extra hard to say you know what these guys are trusting me to sell this product they're making and I trust those guys so much uh, to make that beer and to name those beers and and I think that gives them confidence in and their ability to do this so and I wonder how many more times I can say the word trust in this Man. Next 30 seconds I but I mean but it comes to, it comes down to that though it really does and that, that just really makes a team cohesive I think that having that level of uh, yeah I got your back and you got mine and and I know you're going to do your stuff and I'm going to do mine yeah
0: That's excellent um yeah, and trust. It, you know, it comes into to play when you're when you're talking about um, creating a community. So mm-hmm. that's a uh, my attempt at a segue. <laughs> so uh, we 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 uh, we 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 uh, chopped it up about communication. Let's let's talk about community and yeah. um, you know, trust is definitely a important piece of that. And Truevine has definitely earned the trust of. Tyler yeah, I and hope so. East I hope Texas so. uh you know as as it continues to grow, um, how many miles out this is just a fun fact that that popped into my mind. yeah how many miles out of East Texas can you get a true fine beer?
1: You can get it as far east as I think we're in Marshall for sure, Longview okay maybe Marshall I have to double check that. But yeah, let's just say Longview first for
0: and then out west uh, f- uh Lubbock.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like one place in Lubbock that has it, but right. yeah, technically, yeah, Lubbock. Um, most Fort Worth, though, and then uh, south we go to uh, like like Nacogdoches. Awesome. So, so we're really we're really east to west, not so much south. Um, for now,
0: yeah. Wink. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, so, um, excellent, excellent. But um, you know. It, getting into the community aspect, talking about earning the trust of the community. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. has been a, um, it has been a growing thing, you know, right, it started right. at the uh, Inglewood Englewood, right? location, Englewood yeah, location, yeah. Uh, re- you know, once a month, open tabs, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. whole community feel. And for those, I remember the first time, and I've told this story before on a podcast that I had with Ryan and Tracy, of the first time I went to True Vine, I loved True Vine from yeah. the beginning I didn't even try their beer yet, but I remember I was working <laughs> like years back. I love that, yeah. and and I remember seeing a T-shirt, Truvine Brewing T-shirt, mm-hmm. and I immediately got it because of the, the the brand strong, right? Mm-hmm. Truvine, like I understand where they're going with it, and I was like, man, keep keep working. This Mm -hmm. is great. Mm -hmm. You know, at that point, you know, having a brewery in town was a far gone mythical thing. I mean, It was a dream. Beer sales had just
1: opened up when we opened up. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, uh, but I was like, man, that's, that's, this is great. This Mm -hmm. is great. Mm -hmm. And and it's been so fun to watch the story go. And, but I remember the first time I went to the backyard, you know, kind of the community backyard. backyard backyard. Um, Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, this is something incredible because it was like a community backyard. It was just kind of like everybody getting back there, um, you know, and just enjoying Mm -hmm. the beer together and enjoying the fact that they can have some beer together (laughs) and enjoying that it's actually really good. It's really good. And some of the best beer around that it is, it is truly home homegrown. So, um, how do you guys think about that? I mean, Open Taps has it's it's changed shape. Of course, yeah. In a way, but yeah. like from your perspective, how do you think about that as somebody who's, you know, been a participant in mm-hmm. Open Taps mm-hmm. but then a bartender and now kind of seeing it, you know, from yeah. behind the business scenes. Yeah. The community aspect of True Vine. Mm-hmm. How do you think about community building within the context of brewing and Tyler? Yeah, so
1: a lot on that. It was never foreign to me to to show up to an open taps. Coming from Houston, like I said, breweries did this all. St. Arnold's been doing this for years, right? No label, right. no label brewing um, is where I volunteered, got my start volunteering and stuff. They've been doing it for years. So um I think man, man, I think Ryan may have said this once, like, you know, we didn't do anything except give people the space. I think Tyler as a city has been in this constant change and growth phase, right? And I think the people of Tyler really, really wanted a place to do this. And so, yeah, we opened up and and we had this backyard. We made the beer. But, I mean, the secret recipe, really, we just gave people the space to do this. And I think there's such a vibrant community here in Tyler that's craving some sort of togetherness. You know, I think Tyler, whether you agree with this or not, I, I think it's true. Like, I think there's massive segregation in Tyler. And I don't think it's in a racial way. It's, a, it's this north-south divide between Tyler. And I think we could all feel it. You know, south is where all the chain restaurants is. You got some of the bigger houses. You got the the Studio Movie Girl Cumberland. And I'll go down there. Like, I'm not knocking it, right? And then North Tyler's kind of this, uh, needs some work. It's a little grimy, but we got some great local spots. You know, we got the Foundry and DJs and, and all that stuff, right? Um, but there are certain people from South Tyler that don't want to travel north of Grande, right? And there are certain people in North Tyler that don't want to go south of you know, Rice Road or whatever. There's just this massive segregation. So when you open a spot, when you open a place that says come as you are, religion, race, politics, all that, it doesn't matter. Because around, around craft beer, around a beer we're equal, come have a conversation. And you open, you give people that space. Uh, I think there's craving for togetherness and a craving for an interchange of ideas and a craving for just a cool spot to relax. I right? don't have to be XYZ. I can just be and uh we open true vine with the intent and i say we they we did though yeah um open true vine with the intent to always make sure that that what we do is we, we want to answer two co- two questions when it comes to community one are we providing a place for the community to come and gather okay and two are we adding to the already vibrant community in tyler and, uh, and I hope that with everything we do, whether it be at Englewood, Open Tops, or these new events, that we're answering those questions with, yes, yeah, yeah, we're giving a place to come, and yes, we're adding to what you're doing. Um, does that answer your question a little bit, right? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And, and and I think um, craft beer as a whole is, is going through a shift where um, I think eight years ago, craft beer was just for guys with beards. You know, like that was it It was the hipster. It thing. It was the hipster thing. It was yeah. a secret. It was not for everybody. But in the last few years, and I, and I want to say true vine has kind of been on the on the on the forefront of that trend. Like craft brewery is now a family thing, which is sounds so weird to say that. But there's no brewery in the country. If, if I can't take my kids, I don't have any kids. But if I can't take my dog, you know, like if my friends can't bring their kids, we can't go. Um, and I think again that that has come down to just a place for community always, and and craft beer is no longer for this niche little group of hipsters. It's for everybody, and and we want it that way. We don't want to keep this a secret. We want everyone to enjoy this.
0: Excellent, completely excellent. Um, come over this way just a little bit. Yeah. Um, Hello, man. That's that's so great. You said uh, a place for people to gather, and yes. what was your second? And a place
1: to add add and, and something that you're add adding to the vibrant already happening community. Yeah. Um and so yeah. what I mean like that by that is like um uh, I mean, I'm gonna give a shout out Addy Moore, ETX Creatives, right? Like they have this vibrant community already happening. So we don't need to step in and say you should do it this way.
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: just need to step in and say, Hey, as a, as a company, we want to help what you guys are already doing. How can we do that? Mm-hmm. And uh and that's kind of our, our goal. We don't want to tell you what to do, like because you guys are doing it great, these little different communities. We've got a Warhammer tournament happening on Saturday. That's yeah. legit. Warhammer, yeah. I've never played in my life. But I know people love doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. It's a little board game, right? But like you guys are already doing it. How can we help you make it better? And so they're coming to do a like a nine hour tournament in the brewery on Saturday.
0: Excellent. It's crazy. Whoa.
1: Yeah. It's just crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. But it's fun though. Yeah.
0: That's great. So yeah community building. Community building. Um, I think about it in terms of like the gathering piece Mm -hmm. and I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the, the, the can here and something that I've always loved about, um, True Vine is the three, these three brand values. Yes. And I, 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 I say this over and over. Every brand begins with a belief. Yes. And the beliefs of True Vine are stated on I'm assuming every can. Yes, every can. Integrity, community and love. Love. Correct. And you know those are the things that help if if not the gathering point, help stitch other people together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's we use those as um uh, if you think of an arrow, right? You got an arrow, uh, I think it's like, like, a, like an old arrow. Like it has feathers on it. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know what they're called now, but let's pretend like it has an arrow with feathers. And those feathers are, uh, they, they help guide the arrow in a straight line. If you were to take those little feathers off and shoot an arrow from a bow, the arrow may go wherever, right? And so the integrity community loves our values. And I think our values help guide that arrow to where you need it to go, which is this community building aspect. And so, yeah, we 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 make sure I mean, we were talking before we got on about, like, events and what do we try to do with events. Like, we make sure that they, they integrity community love, that we're doing the right thing with these events. We're not doing something that could potentially hurt somebody. We're doing it where people can come, and, and we're doing it because we love this product, and we love people. And that's kind of what guides a lot of what we do, from branding to marketing to, to events, yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, I I, I love how you said—I I, I love— what you're talking about in, in terms of community, those two points of just mm-hmm. the, and I'm, and that's why I'm kind of staying here yeah, for a yeah, second it, because yeah. the, uh, because I think you put a, <laughs> such an excellent point on, uh, on it in that, you know, you want to contribute like community yes. is about con- contribution. Correct. And, you know, you, you kind of meet people like where they are. Mm-hmm. There's people that are playing Warhammer somewhere mm-hmm. out there, you know, why and not, why not here? Why not there? And you know, what can we do to to add a little flavor to it? You yeah. know, pun sub somewhat intended. <laughs> so but but you know, I, I think that contribution is such a what a, a integral point of, yeah. of community.
1: And when people don't um, people only do what they love. Okay. And that sounds I mean, we get into that like I personally, I love The Office. Okay. I love that show. I mm-hmm. really do. And if there was an office watching club at a brewery, I would get involved and I would show up every single week, right? Um, what I don't love, I don't love uh, Warhammer. I don't I don't love cornhole, honestly. we, have, I don't love cornhole. That's a game people play. I don't like it. Um, but there is a group of people who do. And they have a league. They can then come and they meet at True Vine Tuesdays during the summers and they play cornhole. And it's something that that we're, we're giving them a the space because if, if True Vine said, we're going to do Cornhole. We're going to do this. Eventually we would burn out because we don't love it. We don't want to do it, right? So that's what I'm talking about when we get other pieces of the community already and how do we make them more vibrant because we find those who are already doing it and then we want to give them the resources to do it more to reach people who might love it as well. Um, But if we were to take that on, it's, it's no longer organic. It's no longer done for the love and it just becomes another marketing ploy to get people in, right? Is mm-hmm. that, you, know, you hear what I'm saying? So mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. so we want to make sure that we're connecting with the people who love what they're doing and say, yeah, now, now how do we make this work together? And sometimes it does and, and sometimes it doesn't, you know, but that's, that's, that's part of the community. And we never want to force a, we, we have these bike guys that we really want to come out. But you know what? From where we are, there's not a lot of good biking around. You know, there's not a lot of 60 mile trails they can go on. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, look, I don't want to force the issue. Like if you guys want to come out here, let's make it happen. But don't, don't bend your club's values to meet ours. You know, like we've got to make sure we're in this organically together. Um, And I think that's what I love about um, working with all these different groups. Is like you guys take ownership and you let us know how we can support you. And that's just, that's love. When you love what you do, you're going to make it happen.
0: I love that. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that came up in previous conversation with Ken Reed, he's an author, he's a, he's a blogger, mm-hmm. and um he talks about the value of honesty and sincerity. Mm-hmm. And he talks mm-hmm. about like, you know, in the context of marketing or the context of promotion is yeah. like, hey, be wherever you need to be, yeah. like do it, like do the actions that will get you the attention that you yeah. might need for your product or your service or what have you, but do it with sincerity. Yes, And it, it inspired me to think about this, Um, you know, this sincerity, you have to mm-hmm. have this sincere mm-hmm. passion for brewing beer right. to start a brewery. It's right. not just a business decision of like, Hey, craft beers make- blowing up. <laughs> yeah. We're about to, you know, like hop on and, and do this thing because eventually you're just gonna, you're going to tap out. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, it, it led me to the thought of, sincerity is the crawl to authenticity's walk Mm -hmm. and like you have to have this you've got to have a like i could not do a podcast Mm -hmm. if i didn't have a sincere love for meeting people talking about marketing Mm -hmm. talking about community like it would it would kill me it would burn me out i couldn't do a podcast about anything else on the planet practically um you might be able to do a podcast on on an office I don't. I love the office. Maybe That's such a silly idea, but, yeah. but right. <laughs> I bet there is one. I'm sure. Um, there is, yeah. But like, like, it's such an important, important, crucial part to get the sincerity right. Yeah. Otherwise, once you start kind of walking in it. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is gonna know. Mm-hmm. People are gonna wait, oh I see what they're right, doing. They're just right. putting together this event, so they are gonna get me and then da 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 da, correct, da and correct. then nobody will be nobody will come mm-hmm. even if they're into that thing. Right. Even if they don't because it
1: feels fake, it feels manufactured, it feels uh, right. uh curated. Yes. And 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 curated can be a good thing, but it also can be a sign of just not being genuine and and, and Yeah, there's things that we do curate, but yeah, when you begin to curate someone's experience, you're you're on a fine line. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of like new up and coming brewery districts that people are like latching on to like this like curated grunge (laughs) is like you know like a thing like we're gonna make it look messy, but it's not, and you know that. And then as soon as you get in there, you're like that exposed pipe is not doing anything. You just put it there for a decoration, right? Like. And that begins to it feel tony.
0: It can turn into like Applebee's real quick. And then you then
1: he have been making fun of it and then you stop going. And we don't ever want to do that. Yeah. Our uh uh Scott, our lead brewer, said the other day, like, if our beer if the beer we're brewing is not exciting our entire staff, then we're not gonna brew it. Right. And I don't like there's certain styles of beers that I don't like, but he'll still say, Hey, we're gonna do this style of beer. I'm like, dude, that sounds dope. Like I'm not gonna like it. But that sounds dope. Like y'all should do that. But it's like, hey, we're gonna brew um you know, a pale ale and everyone's like, okay, cool. Okay. we well, you know what? We're not going to do that one because we got to get excited. We got to love it. We have mm-hmm. to love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's what drives everything.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Um, in terms of, uh, events and, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. do you have any kind of events that you're, you're coming up besides the Warhammer event? That's, that's a little bit new that you haven't tried. Or, um, if you want to talk about like, uh the Pine Curtain Festival, like how how was that? Like y'all yeah, are yeah, always yeah. trying like new yeah new yeah. things and you know events are are things that bring people together but Correct. you know they they are um things that bring a lot of people together. You know, it's it's like you, you've got to find <laughs> yeah. the right blend of yeah. things yeah. to to really put on a big shebang. So yeah. but but y'all continually um, kind of outdo yourselves in, 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 in different events or, you know, at least in the ambition, but also in the execution. It always turns out pretty, pretty well. So yeah. um, how do y'all Thank think you. about I, events? Yeah. yeah how, how how do y'all think about events? Because you've done markets, you've done big concerts, mm-hmm. you've done, I mean. Red Dirt Reveal lineup parties.
1: Yeah. Trunk retreats. Friends givings. Secret Santas. Karaoke. We did it all. Um, <laughs> Valentine's Day dance. We did that one. Oh, son. Uh, we got to laugh about it. I mean, we got to, when we ever come up with an event, um, I mean, there's there's some things on the business side and there's some things in the values. Like, obviously, on the business side, like, we can't just be like spending money, you know, like, like, like we have tons of it because, you know, you got to be disciplined with that. So you got to make sure that, okay, where are the cost factors, you know, blah, 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 blah. So we can't, you know, we can't bring in like an indoor skydiving arena. As much as I would love to. Damn. Yeah, I know. As much as I would love to. We just can't. It doesn't make financial sense, right? So there's always that side of it. Like, what, what are we going to put into this? And what are we going to get out of it? You know, so there's always that. Um, but then the, on the other side, is like, yeah, we want to continue keeping our customers coming. But with events, we always think about, okay, is this going to attract a new audience for whatever reason? You know, we're having, um, shout out, on um, Ground Zero Comics and Boards and Bytes. They're coming out this Saturday for game tabletop gaming demonstrations, Mm -hmm. Warhammer, whatever, right? These guys are going to come out, and um, why not? And we're hoping that our regular customers come out and kind of see this and get into their businesses. We're also hoping that they bring their core customers and who've never been to Truevine, because we always want to make sure that we're, yeah, this is not a spot just for, like— 10 or 12 same people. Like, we want everybody to be able to come out and enjoy what we're going on, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's always, always something that we're doing. And then, yeah, always making sure that, yeah, it's like we said, enhancing value to some sort of community. And then we always try to have these events um, in some way or fashion put a spotlight on or give back to a nonprofit organization. So the Crawfish Festival was with the um, LSU alumni. You know, they came out. The Warhammer thing I keep talking about is uh, for uh, for the silent you know, we want to make sure. So always kind of putting a spotlight on those. since that's kind of when we think about events, um, new customers, financial sense, obviously. Uh, and then, yeah, nonprofit organizations. How do we help? How do we help the little guy? How do we help somebody else? How do we help a small business get a leg up? You know, can, we, can, can hopefully this weekend boosts the sales of boards and bites. Honestly, I've never been there before. I don't really like tabletop board games. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter, though. These dudes love it. Let us help them out. How do we
0: do that? Yeah. I think yeah. it's a cool concept. My wife and I went yeah. and we had a good uh lunch there. I need to go. Um yeah. uh and it's a it's a cool concept. Yeah. We had fun. And so but, then, um,
1: yeah, and so I guess I guess while we're well, yeah, while we're thinking through events, you know, usually me and Tracy, we take some ideas like we don't ever want to be like one off events like um uh like Pi Day. You know, everyone asks us, like, are you all doing anything for Pi Day? You know, 3.14. And we were like, right. nah, I mean not really though. Like, I don't know. It just, just doesn't like what are we gonna do? Like come up with a pun beer name, <laughs> a pun right. Thing, right? But like, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't really see like the connection that we have to that. You know, there's a brewery, uh, in Dallas called Celestial Brewing and their whole thing is science art beer. They did a massive Pi Day celebration because that's part of their identity, you know? Yeah. Um, our identity is, is, is not so much there. Our identity is coming up with really fun, crazy things. Like I said, how do we top ourselves next? You know? Um, and really,
0: it's, it's, it's anchored in East Texas. Yeah, yeah. We it's not necessarily anchored in the sciences. It, no, so I, that's or, why or you've or got national trends, like National Puppy Day. Like, I don't know. Like, we have the dog park,
1: but that's not really right. us. Like, how do we get, and what is our staff? Our staff is so um, diverse and, and, and all, like, if it excites all whole staff, if we kind of get a giggle out of it, like, it makes us want to do it again. You know, mm-hmm. Pine Curtain Music Fest, I mean, we did it because we love music. And it's like, how do we selfishly bring some of our favorite bands here? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. Like that's just, but, but, but we never discount your team and your staff as as not being people. Like, yeah, we are entrenched in this every single day. But the things that we like, other people like them too.
0: Oh, um, I wanna I Go wanna pick you yeah, off yeah, of that yeah, because yeah. because uh one thing that you brought up, we were going to talk a little bit about social media. Yeah, yeah True yeah. Vine's crushing it on social media all the time, kind of geared toward uh, communication. But um, as we, as we transition into yeah. uh, company in the last, you know, a, a third of this uh, podcast, <laughs> I, I want to talk to you about this because I, it's a, it's a point that I think, I think you could provide some valuable sure. insight on. I hope so. Um, so you mentioned that when you do social media, um, Truevine is very very consistent, which is absolutely crucial. And you have yes. you know great uh, images and and you curate the events really really well. So go give them a follow at Truevine Brewing
1: at Truevine Brewing Instagram but Facebook Twitter. One
0: thing you mentioned that was really interesting and touching on your staff, the diverse staff. You mentioned that the accounts themselves. When you think about the accounts themselves, you don't highlight the indiv- you try not to highlight the individual employees as much as much yeah we
1: have done like hey this person's new give them a shout out you know mm-hmm. we have done that but we've gotten kind of away from that um True Vine is not the we're not here to make a celebrity out of somebody you know like mm-hmm. if we say our core values are community that is not an emphasis of one individual. It's an emphasis on all of us. And so we do have pictures of our staff, um, and we do use uh, a lot of staff hands and faces in photo shoots. And like I said, me and Tracy do the, hey, here's what's happening at True Vine. Um, But it's not the Tracy and Jared show, and it's not, you know, the Dan show or the Ryan show. It's, it's, it's all of us, right? And so we're going to use people as models, um, but we can't honestly say that we're about community and all of a sudden elevate one person, you know? And uh, if it is going to be one person, you know, Ryan, Ryan and Tracy, they started this whole thing and they have every right to that story. And I think people love seeing them as well. Um, But man, people love seeing their friends' faces. People love seeing that people that they know and they recognize. And, you know, that dude served me a beer last Friday and now he's here telling me about the next event. Like, that's cool. And people like that. Um, But in the brewing world, specifically in the brewing world, uh, it's very easy to create celebrities um, out of brewers. You know, like a dogfish head. You know, everybody knows Sam Calgioni, right? But mm-hmm. he's the face of Dogfish Head. Um, and that's cool. He's a cool dude. But that's not what we, and not, not a knock against Dogfish Head at all. They make great beers. They're they're a pioneer. I mean, we're here because of what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but that dude, he is Dogfish Head. For you sure. You know, that's his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Cook was Sam Adams for the longest time. Now he's not so much in the spotlight. And I'm not sure when was the last time you had Sam Adams beer. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm not drinking a bunch of beer lately anyway. Right, right. But uh um, you know what I'm saying though. Like, they but made, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah.
1: They made these guys kind of the focal point of everything they were doing, and all of a sudden that person. Needs it
0: can stuff. it can it can create a, a big impact mm-hmm. if you put it on uh, if you put it all on one person. On One person. You're yeah, very right. Yeah. And like it, the reason I wanted to bring it up is mm-hmm. because it's to me um, there's like three ingredients in a way that are, this is my personal perspective yeah, 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 on yeah, branding. Yeah. Right. So if they begin with a belief. Uh, your brand has to begin with a belief. Mm-hmm. It has to enrich a community. It has to connect with a certain yeah. community of folks who believe within the same mm-hmm, realm, right? Mm-hmm. But it also takes leadership. But leadership, it's 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 often leadership is often seen as one individual, right? And you can have a team of leaders in a way, but you know within within the context of TrueVine, what yeah. I like about what you've been able to do with Truevine's brand and Truevine's brand voice is that you can lead without focusing all your attention on a leader. Right. Because you have your core values, you have your beliefs set so, in stone. Mm-hmm. And you have your principles and you 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 operate within the greater um the the greater context of the community. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and so because of that you can lead effectively, mm-hmm. but with without tarnishing yeah. the there's, brand. Yeah. And, there's and a, it, it can, it, it, it doesn't live and die on, you know, Ryan and Tracy, for example. Right, right. And, as and somebody a leader, else can carry on the torch as needed. Yeah.
1: And there's a leader behind the scenes, of course, you know, there's, yeah. there's someone curating all this, you right. know, myself um, and Tracy, you know, so we're the leaders behind, but um, yeah, like we talked about like trust earlier, like, like <laughs> I'll get these, these brewers and I'll say, Hey, I need you to like, take this picture really quick. I need mm-hmm. you to do that. Um, and they trust me to kind of like, yeah, lead that instrument because they know that their appearance though on social media is crucial to what we're building here. Right. Because they know that we've staked our entire reputation on being community and that's, that's everybody. And so they know that and they they trust me enough to let me Hey bro, I need you to lift your hand like ninety degrees, just real quick. Like sip that beer for me, please. And they get that picture. Um, but they trust us to do that. And they trust that leadership behind the scenes. And 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 I think that um, the more people that you can feature, um, and the more familiar faces, but the more people you can feature, the more people begin to identify with who they're seeing, and all of a sudden they feel like that's a place that I look like that person. I like that person. I could go to that
0: place. Yeah, that brands for me. Obviously. That brands for me. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. Perfectly put. Um let's talk a little bit about like the company, the business kind of uh aspect of the calm. calm. We got three C's on the strong comp podcast. Yes, yes. I like, um, it. I like it. Uh so let's talk about the uh let's talk about the the newest the newest expansion of True Vine as a company, yeah, yeah. which is downtown, downtown at Plaza Tower. And yeah. recently I went to Cafe 1948. I got the number right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Cafe 1948 for like a piece of Artisan Toast yeah, because yeah. I'm a millennial that has a podcast <laughs> talking about craft beer, <laughs> eating Artisan Toast. We should
1: be eating avocado toast right now. We really, should. We really like, should. I'm going to go not buy a house as soon as I leave this place. Oh, man.
0: But, um... <laughs> I looked to the left and there is a lot of space for yeah. Truvine Brewing that's about to get over there. And I was surprised. I was like expecting like a little nook and cranny mm-hmm. type, maybe mm-hmm. little, you know, 10 by 10 type of place. No. We would have taken it too, but, but it's we got big. lucky. Yeah, we got it's lucky. A, it's a good amount of space. So tell me about Truvine's expansion into downtown, which is going to be, it's going to get a warm welcome, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, 2,000 square
1: foot tap room and firmatorium. Wow. So, which means that we're not going to be brewing beers there. We were going to do a little bit of brewing there, a little small scale brewing, but doing a lot of fermenting of beers there. So, we're going to be able to do a lot of different things uh, with the same so it's cool because like you're gonna be able to take the uh like it's called wort right you call this when you when you beer before it's actually beer and with the wort you can do different things as it's fermenting and so we'll be able to have let's say rose city ipa at one location and then the rose city ipa that was fermented a little bit different at this other location so it'll be very unique experience and so we're gonna have obviously we're gonna have our favorite beer brands there, the ones you know and love. But we're also going to be able to play around a lot more with some experimentation of just very unique and uh, very um, exclusive beers at that location. So we're really looking forward to that. Um, 2,000 square feet is not a small space. That's the size of our, uh, about 1,800, 2,000, yeah. Our Anglewood location, all indoors, was 1,800 square feet. Yeah, so now we have two tap rooms. That's awesome. Yeah, that are the size of that. That's where, I mean, it was tap room, Brewery, everything, right? right? Right, So our current taproom, if you've been to the Inglewood location, the inside, that's 2,000 square feet. So that's what kind of you're looking at, um, that 1,800, 2,000 square feet level. And we are, man, we're so excited. Like downtown is, is is such a vibrant community of movers and shakers. I mean, you know. I mean, you're down there. I mean, we're, we're, we're near downtown right now. There's just such life and such vibrancy, and there is— um just this community of of craving of more, 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 and we are so excited to be there. Um, the neighbors that down are down there, Black Pearl, um, the pizzeria, you know, Don Juan's. I mean, these are good folks. These are good folks that we've worked with and talked with and known, and to get to be able to say now these are my neighbors, like these these are my people. Like that's exciting for us. That's really good. Um, this location is is not going to be uh, event driven. You know, we're not going to have a lot of events there. It's not really going to be, um, you know, you're not going to bring your dog there. You know what I mean? This is going to be a really traditional like tap room, like come and hang out, have a beer with your buddies, have some wine um, and kind of the more in a more traditional sense. And so we're going to keep all of our events at the big location. We're going to continue doing the crazy stuff over there. And of course, we're going to do some some stuff at the, the downtown. But really, this was focusing on on a pure beer experience. We want you to come in and experience TrueVite on a small scale and almost kind of replicate what it was like at Englewood. I
0: was about to say, yeah, it's going to have some elements to that, yeah. that kind of feel.
1: Yeah, that kind of feel for sure. And the, that's kind of what we wanted with this one.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, congratulations thank on you. that. Yeah, that's that's an so excellent much. thing. When yeah. when can people expect that to open? We're, we're saying fall right
1: now. Cool. We're going to stick with saying fall for the time being until we get some more stuff kind of. Really rolling, but right, um, but definitely by before the end of this year, I mean, we're gonna be there. Gonna That's be awesome. Jammed, Shout out
0: jammed. to uh, our friends at Plaza Tower, Plaza Tower, they made it happen, though, man. For real. And they're really making it happen they, over there, yeah,
1: man. They, um, those guys over there have been great to us. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to get into all the details of that, but let me just say they've they've, they've really like they had a vision and they have they a vision, definitely have a vision, and 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 um. We couldn't pass it up. I mean, we wanted to be there anyways, but with the, to meet with these guys and hear what they're saying and what they're doing, it's like, yeah, this is where we need to be for sure. For awesome. Sure. Yeah.
0: Um, if you had to, if you, if you, not that that you have to, but um if you're <laughs> yeah, going
1: to. You can't make me do anything. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. Um, your, your story is unique in how you got involved in, in marketing and, in beer yeah, marketing yeah, yeah. Um, and beer marketing itself. and you know, you have a lot of insight on a small business as it grows. Yeah, yeah. So if you were to give your kind of insight, your own personal take on Mm -hmm. like if somebody's doing something, because, and I'm saying this because uh, the Strong Calm podcast is about, communication, community, yep. company, company, yep. company in terms of business growth. And I think we've covered that quite a bit on, mm-hmm. on how those two things apply into, uh, growing a company, a business, mm-hmm. but also the company that you keep. So I think about how, how, People can have a stronger mindset when they're when they're in their career, mm-hmm. and um, I wanted to I wanted to get your insight on that because you're somebody who I recognize as a driven individual, somebody who's dedicated. You build relationships. You have integrity. You say what you're going to do, and then you go and do it. Mm. And um, you you take action. You're enthusiastic. You love your work. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you are a, a great role model for somebody to, you know, kind of follow. Um, you know, not in a creepy way. But uh, <laughs> you know, I I wanted to get your take on like how do you think about, you know, your career yeah. and and career growth and 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 work today. Yeah. Um because you know everybody has a different path. Yours is kind of non-traditional, mine's very non-traditional, so. yeah, so, yeah. but I think yeah. you know that's that's becoming more the norm in yeah. in that that more and more people are are finding untraditional paths uh to where they want to where they yeah. wanna go. Yeah. So yeah. how does somebody maybe young, maybe old, whatever find their way in 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 your respect if it's marketing or mm-hmm. in uh craft beer?
1: Um, man, and I think you nailed it before I even had a chance. It's the company that you keep. Um, and that's really, I've been mean, this world is we're a relationship based world I and mean, we really, really are. And sometimes it really is like who, you know, uh, or or being in the right spot at the right time. Um, but, but being an individual who, uh, yeah, I mean, I love work. I really do. Like I love work. And, and when I, when I'm passionate about something, I, I mean, I'm, I devote everything to it. That's everything. So the people that you keep around you, you need to make sure you're keeping the people who know you and they know what you love and they support that. Um and they don't they don't gripe and they don't complain and they don't oh you're never here and blah 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 blah. Um shout out to my wife like Rebecca. Like shout out I love that girl so much. Um and there's not another woman in the world. Um who could do what she does for me. And I don't, I don't deserve, um, the way that she just lets me go. You know, I'm an extrovert. She's an introvert. Um, and the hardest part of our marriage was learning that about each other. How do we communicate? How do we interact? But also how do we let each other grow? Um, and when we click that, man, like it's been, it's been phenomenal. I mean, there's nights where, I mean, I show up at Truevine at 9am and I don't get home till midnight. You know, and it's never a, and I love every time I, every chance I have, obviously I want to spend with her and make sure, but the the way she allows me to say, you know what, like this is what drives you. This is what makes you passionate. This is, um, go do that. I'm going to be here for you and I want to hear all about it, but go and do that and do it well. Cause if you're going to spend time away from me, you, you better do it well. You better, you know, you better push your button gear and do well. Having friends that allow you to do that. Hey guys, I can't make it tonight. I know we've been planning this dinner for a year. Like I know it. I cannot make it. I'm so sorry. And no gripe, no, we're not going to invite you anymore. We're not. It's just, yeah, man, go do your thing. Let us know how it goes. And having people like that, that allow you to be yourself, um, that makes all the difference in the world. I'm going to switch it up. And like my wife is is kind of an introvert, right? So sometimes our friends get together and I show up and Rebecca just doesn't want to come. She just doesn't. I don't feel like going. I want to be home. And we have friends that when they say, is Rebecca coming? No. Great let her know we missed her. Never, uh, you really need to come out or uh, why don't you ever hang out with us? Or uh, they've allowed Rebecca to be her and she's grown into a, a very strong and driven individual because she feels so safe that she has this backing of people. And so I know it's like the most cliche and tried answer to give, but honestly, man, like that's what really, when you have those healthy relationships surrounding you, nothing can stop you. You can go and do whatever you want when you have those people really saying, yeah, that's who Jared is. And we're proud of him for that. And we're going to let him be that. Um, simple as that it really is
0: well said man yeah strong calm yeah indeed um i i totally agree i would just echo everything you say yeah. pretty much because um you know you got
1: you're married you know how it goes i'm
0: married yes yeah. and my wife is extremely supportive mm-hmm. um she thinks i'm crazy sometimes like oh same like i told my wife um yeah i told my wife um I was going to ETX market. She really, really wanted to go really bad. And like she wanted, she did not want me to go Mm -hmm. because she didn't want to miss out and have the FOMO. Yeah. But she loves me and wants to support me. And I'm like, I'm going to, you know, film some content and stuff. She goes, of course you are. Yeah. You know? Because you're crazy. Because I'm crazy because I just want to do stuff. Yeah. And, um, and she loves me and, and said, yeah, go do it. And you, and then, and she was gone for weeks Fort Worth training, right? Yes, six weeks. Six weeks. It was crazy. Y'all just do it. Yeah, I and mean, I mean, it's it's about her growth, her exactly. career growth, yeah. and and all that. And and you made the trips out there to see her when you could, and yeah, and y'all
1: made it work. And there was no like griping or It's because when you surround yourself with people like that, like man. I can really go and do something.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and you know it all. I think it all comes down to you know the the shared values. Like yeah. what are we actually doing here? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not a transactional deal. No. It's no, a no. it's a okay. Well, this this thing that we have a common bond in. Uh, if it's you know if it's a marriage, husband and wife, mm-hmm. or, you know relationship, mm-hmm. it's it's love. Yeah. It's like well, we're here for love. And I heard just recently of like you can't love somebody. And I, I just, I can't even remember the quote, but it was yeah. like, love isn't, it, it's not about you. Right, it's about right, giving. Right, right. You know, it's, it's, you have to take yourself out of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if, you know, you have two people that are committed to that, um, you are, you're committed to somebody else's growth. Yeah. And however, that has to take shape, even if you have to be out of the picture right, sometimes. Right. But, you know ultimately what's going to happen is, um, everybody will grow from that. Like each party will grow from that. And Mm -hmm. if, if it's, you know, a, a romantic relationship, but also a friendship too. It's like, it's like, I miss a lot of events. I miss a lot of things. I don't get to come to Truvon very much. I know because we miss you. Right. But, but, but there's things that I've got to take care of. There's, you know, goals that I've got, there's Mm -hmm. other commitments and it's just, you know, I'm gonna get there eventually. Yeah. You know what I <laughs> yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. If, even if I have to bring True Vine on the podcast to get a little True Vine,
1: a little True beer. Yeah. But also, like, I mean, just bringing this 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 thing back to to a company, though. Like, yeah, those relationships with friends and a spouse, you know, having that freedom really helps you grow. But even with a company, understanding maybe your work style um, and the way you communicate and the way you behave. I'm a big believer in the uh, in the Enneagram or the DISC profile, just finding out more about people to how you work. Um, I'm a I'm a late night person. I'm not a morning person. Mm. My wife is up five o'clock in the morning. I'm in bed till like 8.30 a.m. Um, no shame. I can't. I don't get up in the morning. True Vines allows me to come in nine o'clock, 9.30, like whatever, you know, because they know that my work style is from a, I'm a 9.30 to 10 p.m. kind of guy. And they know that, even if I'm at home, uh, I'm working. I'm working till midnight and I'm getting my sleep. I'm getting up and I'm working long days. On Saturdays, I'm pulling up to the brewery and I'm running these events. They've given me that freedom to say, you know what? This is how Jared works. This is how his mind works. This is, And they've kind of supported me in that. And there's no shame. And my brewers, the brewers get there at seven o'clock in the morning, right? I'll roll in two, three hours later. There's no like, you know, there's a little some jokes or whatever, but <laughs> right. but there's no like, oh, what's up? You just got up. No, it's like they know like, hey, man, this is how Jared works. This is how he gets his stuff done. This is how we work. This is how we get our stuff done. And there's that trust and there's that, that 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 respect level of like, yeah, this is how he works and just let him be his thing. Because when you begin to kind of put someone in a box of what the ideal work type is, um, you begin to kill creativity. You begin to kill passion. You begin to kill drive. You begin to just kill all of that. And all of a sudden, that person just doesn't like working there anymore.
0: Man, that is so well said. Yeah. That's such a great point. And, um, you know. And within, within, re- within reason. You know? Of course. Yeah, so of course. This, it's yeah. like, bro, 1 p.m.? Right. Really? Yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah. You can't do that. Well, yeah. But but I, I think that's so important. It, it comes down to, you know, self-awareness. Yeah.
1: Because yeah, you have yeah, to yeah, take yeah.
0: responsibility. Um, this is a quote, but uh, take responsibility for your own success. Mm-hmm. And then you, it, within that, you have to be self-aware. You have to learn. Yeah. Okay, well. You know, if I do this type of work, I'm going to get burned out fast. Right, but if I right, do this type right. of work, I could do it forever. Forever. And if, you know, well, this is how I work. And yeah, you have to figure that kind of stuff out so you can even begin to communicate it to mm-hmm, the people mm-hmm. uh, above you or what have you. Mm-hmm. And then the more you learn about how you perform the best, the better you can be yeah. for somebody else. Yeah. Because um, if you don't know, then that person's never going to know. Right. And it's it's an ongoing quest to. It really is ongoing. It's, it's yeah, an ongoing quest really because is. you're still learning about yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning about myself. And as we kind of evolve, we kind of, you know, brush up, you know, each other, yeah. sharpen yeah, each yeah, other yeah, in yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think that's a great point because in the context of work, it's, you know, it's about productivity, mm-hmm. but it's also about the whole person, the whole yeah. person. And like, you don't want to burn somebody out based on a antiquated, like eight to five schedule of like, right. this yeah. is how it has to be. Yeah. And why, I think, why does it have to be that way? I don't know. I don't know. Because yeah. we've always done it that, we've way. Always so, done that way. Right. right. Yeah. So there has to be that certain flexibility. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that flexibility is where a lot of younger people or our generation are, are finding success Yeah, in that, you know, well, you know, I can, I, it's almost like we can't help but have this kind of flexible type of work ethic. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's this 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 work life balance mix, but it it's it's become this work life integration yeah. type thing yeah. where I've I've seen um I'm kind of going on a tangent in a way, but it's a uh like that's that's kind of how I've rolled into it. And yeah. uh James Bowen, who I had on the podcast, he's a marketing director for Bass Boss. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. He's one. also that a DJ. One. Yeah. So it's like everything is it's, uh, it's all integrated. Synchronous, yeah. yeah. It so so and and that's when you really find the joy out of yeah. out of your work and life. I don't life. think
1: I don't think uh, I don't think the the most successful people in the world don't have a uh, separation of work and life. I think the headset's a work life synchronization. They just their their work and their life are the same thing. And that sounds on the surface, if you sound it sounds like that person's really, really sad um and really really stressed and really but no but if I mean, if you're really loving what you're doing um why why does it stop at a building why does it stop at a parking lot like it's it's everything mm-hmm. who you are i love working in craft beer when we go on vacation we go to craft breweries um i take notes where i go mm-hmm. I, I, I i take pictures of of beer cans i i that doesn't stress me out that doesn't it it i love it you mm-hmm. know and uh you look like at professional athletes so you never see a professional athlete who goes home from 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 a game and doesn't think about the sport anymore. They love that sport so much. It's what they do, and they push themselves to be the highest competitor because they love it so much, you mm-hmm. know, and those that don't, they don't make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so work, life, everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. It doesn't I, to stop somewhere. And I think it's, um, yeah, it's that attitude of contribution. Yeah. Because there's going to be people who want to show up at a job and collect a check and just... And just and, do that. And that's fine. And I guess that's, that's, fine. Fine. that's but, fine. But I think the mark of a driven individual and how I define it and mm-hmm. how, like, the, the the people that I want to connect with, the yeah. company that I want to keep, the people that are, are the people that kind of lean forward yeah. into life and say, I want to contribute this and this is the best way that I can yeah, do it. Yeah,
1: I like that. Yeah, And people like that surround themselves with other people like that. So, yeah.
0: Awesome, man. Well, uh, that's a, that's like an hour or so yeah. of the Strong Com podcast. Jared, excellent conversation, well, no, hold,
1: man. Hold on. We're not oh, done. We're not? Because you told me not to let you forget oh. to talk about
0: Beer to Go. Thank you so much. You did. Remember you told me that? Oh, my gosh. You really did? I knew I'd forget. You told me that. Self-awareness, well, we are. Yeah, we're over an hour, so let's-, let's But that's okay. So, yeah, we'll so keep Beer it to short, Go, yeah. give me
1: like the- Okay, so right now, production, there's different licenses with breweries. Production breweries cannot- sell beer to go what i mean beer to go is when you can walk into a tap room hand over a growler or grab a six-pack buy it close and walk out mm-hmm. if you go to keeper Vineyard right now you can walk in you can have their wine by the glass then you can ask for three bottles to go they'll put them in a bag and you can walk right out of them you go to a distillery you go to jack daniels you go in there i want to take two of your bottles of whiskey to go they'll put them in a bag you'll leave Breweries cannot do that in Texas in Texas some breweries can because they got different licenses and so in order to get a different license you got to pay you got to meet a certain number of requirements you can only sell X amount of beer here and then you got to serve X amount of beer here well it just makes things so so convoluted so what they want to do is just give breweries even playing field with wineries and distilleries go to a tap room tap room are so important for sales because' in a tap room I can get a flight of four different beers for eight dollars. Versus going to the store and getting a six pack for $10 of one beer. Ridiculous. Right? So tap room is where we make Mm -hmm. our sales. So to be able to have someone come in, I really like this beer. I want to take 64 ounces of it with me to go. I got you. Let me do that for you. We just want to even the playing field um, and help boost our sales. I mean, right now, craft breweries, I heard on the Senate floor or the the House floor last week, craft breweries contributing $4 billion to the Texas economy yearly. And that's with, with, with our hand, one hand tied behind our back. Like, let, let us get free. Let us show you what we can do. And so um, we've got some Eddie Rodriguez, uh, representative out of Austin, kind of authored this bill, and put it forward. Um, all these craft brewers really rallying around it to get this beer to go sales um, pass. And so it went to the house. Um, our boy, Representative Matt Schaefer of Tyler, got on the, the, the house floor, gave a shout out to Truvon Brewing Company. Said this isn't about um, this isn't about politics. It's about um, small business growth. And it's about um, he said it's about liberty, which sure, freedom, freedom. Yeah. But small business, though, small yeah. business for sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's been a big supporter of ours, and it narrowly passed through the House with a yes vote. Um, and so now it's on to the Senate, and I'm really hoping that our local senators can can rally behind us the way Matt Schaefer did, um, because it's good for business. It's good for Texas economy. Um, it's and it's good for the customer. It honestly is. I mean, I want to go in there. I want to take this beer with me to go right now.
0: Yeah. Go. And for it's it. not like it's a drive-through or something like that. No, no. It's no. not like you're, and It's closed.
1: Everything's closed. You're not. Dry, you're not popping on the way home. It's just you know.
0: Yeah. And we're it's not going to It just makes sense. Like you. Yeah. You want to take home. You know, pastries from the pastry shop. Yeah. You want to and, do? And it's, it, yeah. You know?
1: and it's not. It's, I mean, these are these are honestly these are impulse buys. Let's be honest. So it's not like a grocery store is going to lose a sale. You know, because I'm not going to go to a brewery have two pints. Ask for the six pack. When you tell me, no, I'm not going to drive to a grocery store and get it. It's just that sale is not going to be made, mm-hmm. period. You know, these are mostly impulse buys. So we just want to captivate on that. And um, I think everyone wins in this situation. So the votes. Well, and it's
0: and it's convenient. It's so convenient. I and mean, it makes sense that the brewery would be able to sell me some beer that I could mm-hmm. go, you know, I could take home. Plus, like. And it's going to be cheaper, too. Yeah. Cheaper,
1: fresher, better. Um, no one loses the situation, I think a lot of the distributors are saying they're going to lose. They're going to, nah, man, no one's going to lose in this situation. It just makes sense.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, best of luck. When does that vote? Dina? I got to find out, uh, it's soon though.
1: It's soon. And so we're going to, and then once it passes, who knows when it goes into effect and, and all that, but, but yeah, right. fingers crossed, man, we're really hoping to, to beat this one.
0: Awesome, man. Be awesome. Well, I appreciate you not yeah, letting me forget can, that. Now almost you can did. go, now you go through your That's closing. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah, whatever closing it is, thank you so much for joining me, man. Yeah, absolutely. It was an excellent conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you're doing Truevine um a lot of a lot of good over there, and True Vine's doing a lot of good for us. Appreciate that, man. So yep. go buy some True Vine beer Please if do. you're if you're listening um, and you're a drinker, or if you're even if you're not, honestly, True Vine, the location is beautiful, it's welcoming, it's excellent, and um, it, there is really something for everybody. Cheers, guys. Strong calm, indeed.